It's always weird that like like a human life is reduced to like something at a thrift store. Exactly. It's fucking depressing. But that's what my life will be. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, hanging in there. Yeah? Yeah. You're all ready for sports ball tonight? I'm ready for the commercials, although I, from what I understand, there's not going to be that many of them. Some some big names are sitting out, I guess. Yeah, I, I watched what was on YouTube already, and I'm not really impressed. Yeah, I mean, I saw the one with, like, old Wayne and Garth. Yeah. And it's just sad. I mean, I, it's don't, very sad. I don't know who talked them into that, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's for Uber Eats, isn't it? Yeah, and it's got... Um, Cardi B? Cardi B in it. Which yeah. is which is a weird pairing. Like mm-hmm. they were always like rockers, so why couldn't they get like Aerosmith or somebody that kind of fits what they were doing instead of fucking Cardi B? I don't know. It's it's weird. I I don't. There there were some very odd choices this year. Yeah. It's like Maya Rudolph is doing a commercial for a Swedish bank. <laughs> and it's four Maya Rudolphs on tiny horses in the Old West. Oh, okay. And then there's the the Will Ferrell, Aquafina. Who's the other one? I don't know. There's three, three comedians. And... Will Ferrell is bent out of shape because Norway is beating us on electric vehicles. <laughs> so he's like, we're going to go to Norway. We're going to kick their ass. And he gets there and he's like, oh, this place is so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I did see, I I guess they did like a, a what, what do they call it? They're not, they're not teasers, but they're, they're like, putting out bits of it where he's sitting at a table and he's talking about how much yes. he hates Norway or something. I was like, well, what the fuck is this? Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're there. The Edward Scissors hand one was okay. I, uh, um, no, you didn't like it. I don't know. I was wondering who the old lady was and I had to look it up. <laughs> Like, that it oh. was Winona Ryder? <laughs> yes. Okay. I thought the Michael B. Jordan one was kind of funny. The Alexa one? Yeah. Yeah. But but it was mostly it was mostly the husband that was running around like trying to stop her from doing stuff that that 
made it funny and not so much him. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's just sitting in a bathtub at some point. Yeah. But yeah, there wasn't too much of the, of what I saw. There was like, Oh, did you see this one? It's like, it's kind of like, eh, I mean, I can't imagine there being any decent, like movie trailers this year because most of the movies that they had last year didn't come out. Right. So they just going to replay that. Like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's weird now that they put the commercials on TV like a week in advance. Mm -hmm. It's like, then why bother? Yeah. Then they're not Super Bowl commercials. You know, don't you want to drive attendance to the Super Bowl? So it's worth your $5 billion (laughs) 22nd spot <laughs> apparently not yeah, yeah I mean Disney Plus is apparently doing a bunch of Super Bowl um, ads for uh, their for Disney Loki Plus stuff and, and yeah that might be interesting if they show new stuff but I I don't know do they have new stuff to show I mean Loki's not filming Obi-Wan's not filming well all of all of Falcon and Winter Soldier is done. I believe all oh. of Loki is done at this point. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because it's it's um it's new Marvel from now until like the end of the year every Friday night. Mm-hmm. And they're they're shooting. They're in the middle of shooting um, Hawkeye. Okay. And um, who's my favorite? I'm Ash. <laughs> See now that what they should do is they should put Alan Alda as Hawkeye, as Hawkeye, Parkinson's that and would all, be genius, and him trying to shoot a bow and arrow, and you could have Loretta Swit come in as as Black Widow, yeah, or um, uh, who's the who's the uh, the young Hawkeye, uh, the young Hawkeye, yeah, the 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 girl that DJ? takes his place, huh? In, okay. In There's the, a girl that takes Hawkeye's play. Wait, in the comic talking? books. Okay, I thought we were talking about Max. No, 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 no. In the comic books, um, Kate Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. So maybe Loretta Switch shows up as Kate Bishop, or oh, there you, go. you know, or Jamie Farr shows up as Kate Bishop. You know, whatever. Jamie Farr as Kate Bishop would be awesome. So yeah, I mean, I think I think if Disney was on their game, I'm sure that they could talk those people into it. Oh please, Jamie Farr, <laughs> he'll go pick up your food for Uber Eats. Come on. <laughs> so from what I'm looking at, there'll there'll be new um, Loki trailers, another Black Widow trailer. I guess maybe this is the one that's announcing that it's going on Disney Plus. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier and the What If series. Okay. Well, that could be interesting. Yeah. I mean, nobody's really tuning in for the football, right? Because nobody really wants to see Tom Brady in another Super Bowl, right? Yeah, it's like I'm kind of hoping that he that he loses. Well, okay. <laughs> Are you saying that only because he doesn't play for your team now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That he's a greedy asshole. Yes, that's exactly why. <laughs> okay. 
I don't know why I have this fantasy that like your hometown team should be loyal. <laughs> I mean, because because you know the Red Sox sold sold uh, Babe Ruth to make a musical. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, but sports has never been loyal. It, it's just another machine, and it's like you know you make too much fucking money for being a moron. Yep. So, I don't know. I think we need to be socialist for six to ten years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything yeah. you make is is mine. <laughs> and everything I make is mine. The distribution of wealth. Yes. I don't know why some hacker hasn't done that yet. You know, they can get in and they can release naked photos from some actress's cell phone. Yeah. Like, why can't you, like, break into, you know, Tom Brady's bank account <laughs> and send, you know, a million pizzas somewhere? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you would think that when you reach a, a certain level of wealth that you should be made to, like, help the needy or something. You would think. You know. But it's not that. But way. I mean, even look at Bill Gates. It's like they have so much money they they can't give it away fast enough. Uh, yeah. Yep. And then you look at Bezos and Elon Musk. Well, and Bezos is now stepping down from Amazon, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really sure why. Oh, apparently there's going to be a, a trailer for the Venom sequel as well. Not that you care, but is that Mar? Yeah, I guess it is Marvel. Well, it's Marvel it's Spider-Man. Sony. It's, it's Sony, it's, yeah. It's the Sony-verse thing, the, the Spider-verse yeah. that they're doing. Yeah, I mean, I guess Jeff Bezos just feels like he's got enough money or he's he's set in place enough to where he's going to make enough off of, I guess, his stocks to... I mean, he could just fucking give three quarters of his wealth away and live happily for the rest of his life. So I don't really know. Oh yeah. These people exactly. Are thinking. But what if he has to buy his way to the moon when the earth gets overrun? <laughs> <laughs> what if he needs to create his own sea base alpha? <laughs> mm, yeah. When the world gets flooded. I guess. I don't know that what we pay people for things they do is just ludicrous. What we feel they're worth. Yeah. When you look I at, mean, when you look at, um, professional athletes as opposed to teachers. Exactly. You know, one shaping the minds of the future and one is running down the field with a ball. It's, mm-hmm. it's a little fucked up. You would think that, that, Teachers would be amongst the highest paid, but you know, what do I know? No. Why would we do that? (laughs) Teachers aren't important. Yeah. Well, teachers aren't important when you can put Marjorie Taylor green on an education board, but she got pulled off. So it's all right. Yeah. And she's not sorry. No. And that's, it's like the next day they should have said, you know what, bitch, you are too goddamn stupid to hold this position. You are now out. I mean, it is incredible that you look at her and you look at the other one, the one that wanted to bring her gun in the Congress. 
Mm-hmm. And the fact that she only received her GED like like a year ago. Right. And that she said she said all these horrible things and yet she was able to convince people to vote her into Congress. Sure. I don't know if she was given hand jobs at the polls or what. <laughs> but the, wherever she's from, I guess she's from Colorado or something. They're yeah. fucking stupid because uh, what the hell? Yeah. It's seriously fucked up. America. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, That's well. it. Can't wait for Tuesday. What's Tuesday? Trial starts. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See if Donnie shows up. Okay, but do you... Do you really feel like he's going to get convicted? Because of the Republicans, no. I think they are going to just be the, the, the weak assholes they have been on every other issue. Yep, I feel that exact same way. I think this is going to be all for nothing. Now, could there be an executive order to, like, eliminate the Republican Party? Mm, I don't think it works that way. Damn. I did see a great uh, meme this morning, though, that said that the, the Republicans are upset because... um. Um, Biden has un has undone everything that it took Donald Trump the four hours he worked as president to do. Right. And I was like, that's pretty clever because it does feel that way. It feels like he only put in about four hours and the rest of the time was golfing. <clears throat> yeah. But it just shows you what hypocrites the fucking Republicans are. I mean, Oh, it's, for the past, what, eight years? Twelve years? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and the guy from your, your state, Matt Gates, is. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he did say, though, that he would give up his seat if Trump wanted him to go, you know, defend him. And everybody was like, yes, go do that. Yes, please give up your seat right now. Yep. Right now. I think Rick Scott should help him too. <laughs> they should both give up their seats. There are some terrible fucking people from Florida that represent your, your government, man. Oh, yeah. Little Marco. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. And our governor's a fucking idiot. I mean, he's worth worse than governor Pumpkinhead was. <laughs> and he was, a he was a complete moron. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what we become. It it'll be interesting to see how they what what information comes out of the impeachment trial. It's uh, how can anything else come out of it at this point? We have we have seen the worst of people. Yes, absolutely. And yet half of the country thinks that was perfectly okay. The, the woman who was arrested for being part of the insurrection requested to go to Mexico on vacation, and the judge said yes. Yep. Be that judge should be thrown out. And you know why? Because she's white. It's white. And so they automatically assume she's not a flight risk. 
That's it. And that's fucked up. So the worst that happens is she moves to Mexico. Well, I mean, it's no worse than that fucking asshole kid who shot the two people who yeah. who gave the wrong address and now they can't find him. Mm-hmm. That's and they let him Another out. Good choice. They they let him out after having having um cop to the fact that he shot two people. He's just a kid. There are black people in Chris, jail. Chris, he's just a kid. Yeah, well, he killed two people. He needs to be he needs to be held accountable. And there are black people that have done less than he did that are still sitting in jail without mm-hmm. without bond and release and all that stupid shit and well kim kardashian did what she could she can't save everyone chris yeah well she can't save her own marriage either so well yeah screw her no thank you <laughs> you know how much you know who else has been there before you uh, Ew. well how many have been I there would, I, I, I mean, do you clean it with Clorox? Uh, yeah, you make her sit in like a in like a um, jacuzzi full of Clorox. Now put with it up against light. yeah, put it up against the the jet. Stay there for a few minutes. Still not good. Enough. Still not good enough. Now take this wire brush. <laughs> Get in all the crevices. Oh. Peel back the sides. Hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, now let the dog look at a couple times. Mm. <laughs> yeah. This went dark America. really fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hey, how about that WandaVision, huh? Uh, it was it was really really good. It was. Um they somehow keep topping themselves every week, which I think is interesting. <clears throat> which makes me um, really looking forward to future episodes. Mm-hmm. We've we've found out this week that um, Agnes knows what's going on. Right. Um, there was that very interesting scene where she comes in and she asks if they want to take it from the top. Right. Which gets Vision really wondering what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my theory is that when vision is at work and he touches the guy's temples and brings them out of the trance and she, and he's saying, she's doing this to me. She's doing this to me. Mm-hmm. It's not Wanda. He's talking about. I think it's Agnes. You, get, you think it's Agatha? Agatha. It, it's going to end up being Agatha Harkness, but yeah, I mean, of course, and you know, she's referring to herself as his auntie Agnes. Right. It's like, yeah, okay. No subtlety there. Right, and and you know, the the kids are are aging up by themselves mm-hmm. in front of her, and and Agnes isn't batting an eye at it. Like she, that's totally normal for her. So, um, my, my personal theory on this is they showed Wanda breaking into sword to get vision's body. Uh huh. And they make a, a, they, they make, um, they make a statement that says 
Vision had a living will that said that he didn't want to be brought back to be somebody's weapon. Right. He was at sword though. In the comic books, sword stands for the first two letters of sword stands for sentient weapon. Right. And they've changed it for this to sentient world or something. Right. My theory is that, um, Wanda went and got vision because she is upholding that, um, his living will. Okay. That she felt that sword was going to do something with his body in order to turn him into a weapon. Hmm. And she met up with Agnes or, or, um, Agatha and they made this deal to, if she went and got him that they could find a place to disappear. Now, how the TV show works into it and all this other shit, I don't know. Hmm. But I I kind of feel like maybe they're working together. Okay. Because when she come when when Wanda comes out from the bubble to um confront Sword, it's a very different version of Wanda. It's a it's a more Magneto version of Wanda, which is right. weird. Yeah. It's more power mad. Yeah. And doing the things where like she's, she's getting the soldiers to train their weapons on the director instead of her. And, um, it's, it's very different than what you're seeing in the TV show. So, um, I think there's going to be more to it than, um, what they're alluding to now. Mm. I, I don't think it's Wanda. I don't think, I think she's a part of it, but she's not controlling it. Okay. Um, whether that's Mephisto or that is, is Agatha or whoever. Right. Um, there's, there's a theory going around online that it is, if it's Mephisto, then it's going to play into the Loki series. Mm-hmm. Um, that you're going to have this kind of big bad that goes across not only the TV shows, but into the movies as well, which could be interesting. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. And then that all plays into um, Doctor Strange and all that stuff. So, and Spider Man. Um, mm-hmm. But what did so? All right, let me ask it this way: There's a big reveal at the very end. Uh huh. Did you know who that was when she opened the uh, door? I had I had to look it up. <laughs> Because I was expecting a Mark Hamill level cameo. Okay. And we got the kid from American Horror Story. Well, so here's And I understand and I understand the joke because um a different actor played Pietro in the Marvel universe and this kid played Pietro in X Men. Right. So that's that's the whole gag. Right. I, I I would have rather seen, you know, Dame Judy Dench as Bova. <laughs> <laughs> it was so it was interesting because I, since I watch all the, the X-Men movies, mm-hmm. as soon as they opened the door, I thought it was the original that they had brought back. Um, um, what's his name? The dude that played Quicksilver in Ultron. Um, uh, don't remember. <laughs> It, uh, he also played kick-ass, but that's besides the point. Anyway, 
I thought it was him because from the back, they made it look like his hair from age of Ultron. And when um, Wanda was talking to um, the kids about her brother, I thought that's when they were going to do it. And I was, I started to get excited because like there was, there was, there there was either a knock on the door or, or no, they, they heard the sounds and they went out to go see the, the, um, the drone. Mm -hmm. But I thought that that was him coming back and I was like, Oh, they're going to bring him back. This is going to be really cool. And then at the very end, when there's a knock on the door and you see the blonde hair from the back, I was like, holy shit, this is it. And then they spin the camera around and it's the X-Men version of Quicksilver. And I was right. like, holy shit, what does this mean going forward? Now that Marvel owns all of the the Fox properties back, are they saying that this is the same person from the X-Men films, but it, she knows him as his, as her brother. Like, is this, is there this weird thing going on? And from what I have read, there's a meta thing going on, but he's not necessarily the X-Men version of Quicksilver that it's okay. that, they brought him in as an homage to that, but that might not be who he really is. Hmm. Okay. He, he might not be, um, was his name Maximoff in X-Men? I, yes. Okay. Cause I'm trying to think back to when he was introduced in, um, days of futures past, there was a shot of the mailbox and I, I thought it said Maximoff, but maybe, yeah. And there, I, IMDb, it's it says his last name is Maximoff. Okay, so and the, the, he had a younger sister in um, that that they never referred to by name. Um, but th it was very clear that he would he is the son of Magneto. Mm. So uh, people were wondering whether or not this meant means that they're going to bring Magneto into this, and maybe they could get Michael Fassbender to show up. That'd be kind of cool. Um, but it was, it was a little disconcerting because I feel like if you, if you weren't, if you're a casual viewer and you only saw the MCU movies, you really wouldn't know who that was. You would, you would no. look at that and be like, cause there's that Darcy line where she says they, they recast the brother. Right. And I think that that's, that line is meant for the people who have no clue. Who, who who he's supposed to be? Well, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think it plays on both sides. I think it's it's there to replace the the original Quicksilver, and it's there as an homage to the X Men Quicksilver. Mm. Okay. Because I mean, in all honesty, if you see the two Quicksilver side by side in their respective movies the X-Men Quicksilver has a much cooler scene in the movies that he's in. Okay. Where they slow everything down and he's like making people punch themselves and he's changing trajectories of bullets. And it's a very cool sequence in days of futures past. And then you look at Ultron and it's like, yeah, you didn't get even close to what quick Quicksilver is supposed to be. So I'm, ex I'm excited to see where they go with it though. 
Okay. Because I'm wondering whether or not the, the thing that he says when he walks in the door of who's the popsicle. Right. Is that saying that he sees vision dead dead or is it saying because there's a purple guy standing there like like what oh. what exactly is he seeing so i'm i'm kind of interested to see that too hmm. okay but it is it is amazing how well this show has been put together There's not too much yeah. in it where I'm I mean, like, wow, okay, there, I have a problem with that. Yeah, but it's only two more episodes? Three. Three. Yeah. Wait, wait, six, seven, eight, nine, four. Oh, four. Yeah, because this one okay. coming up is number six, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, four more. I mean, I'm kind of hoping that, that this is the caliber that all of the Marvel shows will be. Uh, it needs to be if they're going to keep getting the movie talent to do them. Yeah. I think if they start to slip and it looks like it's a TV production, I think people are going to lose interest very quickly. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm... And I I think Disney knows that. And if Disney is going to be putting a lot of resources into um, into um, Disney Plus, I think it needs to stay at that level. Mm-hmm. I would agree. So the other um, the other show that we normally talk about that mm-hmm. had a season finale this week was. The Expanse. Mm-hmm. And as we talked about last week, um, we were we were talking about um, one of the stars of the show that was reported to not coming back because of some um, problems in his personal life. Yet they killed this character off. Yeah. <laughs> Did they... Did they do it with his knowledge or did they just Photoshop in the nosebleed? <laughs> they, well, there's, there is all the talk between the other characters of the loss of, of Alex. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine them going back during the pandemic to go film that stuff. Right. So I'm wondering whether or not he was always supposed to be killed off. Mm-hmm. They they didn't really do anything about the accusations until um, they knew they were going to get rid of him. Or they were really good at keeping it under wraps. What? Which part? His being removed from the show, but they they announced it. They they announced it back in October that he wasn't going to make he wasn't going to be in the final season. But when did they film that episode? They were done shooting before the pandemic. 
so yeah so they they had that in the can and they just had to have been aware of the complaints i mean they're not stupid no and that's why i'm thinking like there was there had to be something it's it's a weird call to be like yeah he's not coming back because of this and then you kill him off in the last episode mm-hmm. and it the the death does come kind of out of nowhere it does i i had to watch it again it's a very weird. It was very subtle. There's there's a mention of if they keep going, they might stroke out because mm-hmm. of of the way that they're they pump the liquid into their body so that they can do the high G burns or whatever. Yeah. And then there's a rescue mission. They get Naomi, and then he's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It was very weird the way he died. Yes. It seemed very uneventful. And it, I I mean, honestly, it felt like an afterthought. Like, oh, shit, we got to get rid of this guy. I just, I can't, I can't figure out in my mind how they would have done it. If they had decided after the season wrapped to then go back back and film what they needed to film and make it all work. But I'm sure if they went back to refilm it, there would have been some leak. There would have been some, some mess up. That's why I'm thinking that he was always meant to die. Right. Well, and and this episode was a departure from the books. So, you know, maybe that was always part of it that, you know, you're breaking up the original family to some extent. Yeah. Uh, So according to Den of Geek, the sexual misconduct allegations leveled against Cass Anvar, who played Alex... Alex Kamal came after production of the expand season five was complete. When asked whether Alex's death was inserted into the final, the finale via reshoots to explain the actors announced departure from the series showrunner Shankar carefully answered the conversations went way back without getting into detail. The conversations had been going on for a while. See, I think they were just able to contain it. I mean, because the expanse is no Mandalorian. No. I mean, you think they're like people dying to like, you know, sneak in and see who's on the call sheet. And <laughs> well, I'm sure there are, but you know, it's, I don't think that they could have not known about it. Well, and knew that they had to make a plan and maybe even went to him and say, okay, look, dude, you're an asshole. We're going to pay you through this contract and we're going to kill you at the end of, your, end of the season. Yeah. And, um, because I mean, it's, you know, does, does he then come out and say, oh, they're firing me because of alleged allegations. And, you know, I mean, he's probably embarrassed if he's smart. And and in all honesty, you don't know what the relationship is between him and the other actors. 
if no. he's this big of an asshole to women he's trying to sleep with, mm-hmm. he could be an even more giant asshole or diva on set. Sure. And if that's the case, if he's causing friction with people that they need the show to carry the show to the end, like Holden and Naomi and, and right. Amos, then you have to get rid of the problem child. Sure. And maybe you're right. Maybe they, they go to him and, and they say, look, with the allegations and all this stuff, we're killing your character off. You're you'll be in the entire season. You'll it's not going to be as much as what you did before, because this season right. he basically was in the um the little ship. Yep. The whole time. A couple of a couple of episodes he was on Mars, but like he wasn't in it nearly as much as he has been in the past. Right. So maybe maybe there was just all the stuff that had to kind of come together and they've been looking for a way out to get him off the show for a while. Could be. Could be regardless what they did was was felt thought out felt like it was an intelligent choice mm-hmm. as opposed to oh crap we gotta fix this or doing I mean, it because they the... easily could have could have done it off screen yeah. between five and six yep which we've seen many times so yep and we even talked about that we even talked about like he would just go away and they'd come back and there'd be some casual mention of him living with his family on mars or something right but apparently they didn't want any kind of idea that he'd ever come back to the show. Mm-hmm. Like we're just going to kill him off and you know, not everybody survives in this world. Mm-hmm. And it, the, the article goes on to say that um, they were, they, they started talking about losing a major character in the show very early um, in season five. Um, but they've already lost major characters. It's not like this is the first time somebody, somebody from the opening credits was killed off. Mm -hmm. Like they've done that in the past. So I don't, I don't, that sounds like a a line of we're we're covering exactly what's going on here. Mm. I did think that, uh, this episode felt very um, Lord of the Rings Return of the King to me. It felt like it had many different endings. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I felt like I felt like, um, you know, the, the logical place to kind of end this would be um, Amos getting back onto the ship and bringing the other girl back on board and that kind of being the end for next season. And then they go and they talk to what's her name, the who's now the head of the government again. Uh, Avrasala. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. And then she gives that speech of like, this is how we beat them. This is how we, this, this is how it ends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, this is where we're going to end it. And then they go and they but, get her. Wait, there's more. And then it's like, okay, but there was an attack at the ring gate. Oh, okay. So then we're going to go there. And then like, it just kept going. And I was like, oh, I completely missed where they were going to end this, this sure. episode. They were, they're doing like heavy lifting in order to, 
to set up next season, but it, it was, it just felt like, like we're just checking in on everybody and we're just going to keep going until we get to like a, a weird close point. Hmm. But now we have to wait a year or more. At least. Yeah. Although they, they have kind of figured out how to shoot TV shows again. They have. So hopefully they'll um, they'll uh, figure out how to get everybody back into Canada and shoot. Well, them. see, that's going to be the hard part is getting them back into Canada. Well... I think with work visas and stuff, um, um, oh God, what's her name? Ah, the chick that played Bo-Katan. Why am I thinking? Katie, Katie Sackhoff. Katie Sackhoff. Jesus Christ. Um, she went and shot that, um, that Netflix show that she, she does another life, um, in Canada. So I think I think they make exceptions for like working actors and production okay. because that's bringing money into the country. Sure. So I'm I'm pretty sure that something with the appeal of the expanse they can probably get in. Hmm. I mean, you basically set up your own compound and you yeah. make sure that they don't leave and they don't bring prostitutes in and <laughs> you know. Well, we're and, gonna film for we're gonna film for six weeks, and you're not gonna see your family, but you've got good internet, and you can zoom and and Katie, you know, Katie Sackoff did a um, she has a YouTube channel, and she did a bunch of videos from quarantine, and she basically explained that you're in quarantine for two weeks, you show up at a hotel, and they provide you your food and whatever, mm-hmm. um, you work on your scripts or whatever, and then they come and they test you. And then you can go film and you get tested while you film. And then yep. anybody who tests positive then gets sent back and, you know. Sure. So it sounds like they've made they've made a bunch of progress as far as filming goes. So maybe maybe it won't be that long. Mm, we'll see. Maybe it'll be a year. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you didn't watch Saturday Night Live this past weekend. No. The guest host was Dan Levy, who's Eugene Levy's son, and he was on Schitt's Creek. Yeah, yep. One Trick Pony. Oh, really? One Trick Pony. He is his character. That's it. <laughs> That's it. But the funny part was he his monologue was, you know, I thought maybe I'd give you a backstage tour to see what Saturday Night Live is like during quarantine. And, you know, they they went into the audience and he got too close to a guest and another actor came out with like a giant pool noodle and said, back up, back up. All right. This, this is six feet. You were closer than six feet. And a lot of shit like that. And then towards the end, he rounds a corner and there's Eugene Levy in a big plexiglass box. <laughs> He's like, dad, you came. Said, well, yeah, but you know, since, since I traveled, I've got to be in this quarantine box. <laughs> And then at the end of his little shtick, he, he goes, hey, can you at least turn me around so I can see the show? And two <laughs> guys in hazmat suits rotate the box. Nice. Um, that was the funniest part of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they're obviously doing something right that they've got an audience. The audience is not socially distant. They're sitting next to each other within six feet, hmm. but they all have masks on. 
and the cast is being kept away from the audience by six feet or greater. And, um, you know, they've got your, your celebrity talent and you've got your, um, musical act and stuff. And they've, you know, I haven't heard anything come out of that production that suddenly, you know, uh, what's his name? Pete Davidson has come down with COVID because, you know, he got close to Eugene Levy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, th- there's ways to do it. I wonder whether or not their, um, their audience is very specific people. Uh, it could be. You mean like inviting, inviting first responders who've already been tattooed? I mean, t- tattooed. vaccinated? Well, yes. that or it's filled with family members that they know have not been anywhere or have tested negative or. Well, there were extras in several of the scenes. Okay. That were. I would think more than family members. Okay. But, I mean, they've got a process, so all you got to do is, you know, magnify that for your own production. Right. I know somebody who's the the safety liaison for Netflix now. Oh, okay. And she's, you know, responsible for making sure that these film sets are following the rules. I mean, I'm I'm sure that it's, it's... Big business now. I mean, they're they're most of these places are having to pay for the tests, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's got to be something that they they need to follow. I mean, it's it's safety for everybody involved. Yeah, definitely. Especially with like the death rate and stuff. What death rate? <laughs> That's all fake news, Chris. <laughs> I what know. are you talking about? Silly me. That's not real. They're lying. <laughs> They're making this shit up. <laughs> Come on. It's the Jews and their space lasers. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. So I did start watching um, um, American Gods. Okay. I am through the first season. So you you saw that that scene with uh Greg's best friend from Dharma and Greg getting absorbed by Bilquis. Oh yes. Yes, yes, that, yes, yes, yes. I was like, holy shit. That's a uh, Bill Murray's brother. No, it's not. Yes it is. Is it really That's one of Bill Murray's brothers. Yep. Oh one of his brothers. Okay. Yes. So it's not the one who was in was it moving violations or something like that? No. Um this this one was in Dharma and Greg and Okay. Um he's been in a bunch of other stuff too. Uh off of the Bill Murray name, obviously. Um but yes, um there was a lot of stuff that surprised me to the level that they took it. Okay. And not, not saying that it bothered me, but the average audience that's tuning into American gods, if they're not understanding what it is, when they see the dude from the Mandalorian, Mm -hmm. 
have sex with the male cab driver? Oh yeah. Um, I, yes, I could see that like freaking people out Okay, because they're not shying away from it and they're not, it's, it's not a taboo thing. It's just these two guys that decided to have sex and you know, whatever, mm-hmm. but not all of America thinks the way that I do. So, <laughs> so it would be interesting to see, have seen reactions of people who are more on the conservative side of things okay. when that scene came up to, to see what their reaction would be. But, um, I like that about the show. I like that. They're not, um, they're not shying away from sexuality and the, the like, even with, um, what's her name? The one that absorbs people, Bill, Bill Quist, Bill Quist. Mm-hmm. When there's also another scene when she absorbs a woman. Yes. And so like there, it, there, it's just a natural thing. It's like, well, not the absorption thing, but like the relationship thing. Right. And I like that. And I don't know if that's a Neil Gaiman thing. I don't know if that's a, um, um, whoever the showrunner is, but I like that. They're not straight. They're, they're not turning their head to that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like some of the, um, little stories that they tell before, at the beginning of the episodes. Yep. There was that episode where, um, the woman's on the, like on the, um, chair or whatever, the step stool. Uh And she's reaching up for something. And then she turns around and death is there. And she turns back around and her body's laying on the floor. Mm -hmm. And they do the thing with like weighing her heart and walking through the door. And, and which one do I pick? Like, which one's my father in because I don't want to go to that one. And like, I thought those were really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's intriguing what they're doing with people's perceptions of deities. Right. And, and what that means in the afterlife and mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, and I was, I really wanted like, when they when they showed that thing with the with the um weighing of the heart against the feather and mm-hmm. with the Jewish woman, I really wanted to see more of that. I was like, why can't we do something like why can't we follow her to see where she goes like what her but that comes back later on um to show you the other side of that mm-hmm. um so I appreciated the setup and then the payoff. Um, but the setup itself was so interesting that I was like, I would watch a show. I would watch an entire episode just based on that. Mm-hmm. And then they, they kind of do that towards the end of the season too, where they tell you the story of, um, the woman in Ireland, I guess. And how she's leaving bread and stuff for the the leprechauns and stuff mm-hmm. and they use the actress. That's the wife of the main character for of that shadow shadow mean shadow moon's wife. Yeah. Okay. The, the girl who's dead. Yeah. Okay. They use her as that character. And I don't know if that pays off later on or, or whatever, but I liked the fact that they did that, that like they're telling you another story that's based. That's the leprechaun guy. 
mm-hmm. and how he fits into the situation, but it's with her character or not her character, but her, that actress. Right. I, I just like the way that it all came about. And then they were playing like fifties doo music during that one. <laughs> and I was like, that's a, that's an interesting choice. And it oddly works. Right. And I like whatever they're doing, however, they're, all the visual effects are cool. All of the transitions. There was one that stood out where there were, there were um, two sets of people in cars and the, the taxi cab driver and the dead wife and the leprechaun were in like the taxi mm-hmm. and then shadow and Wednesday were in the other car. And there was a, like a top down view of the car turning off onto this like map. And then the camera kind of swoops over to where the other car is. And then it comes down and it goes into live action. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that, that shit's really cool. Like they've got the budget in order to make it look exceptional. And I, I right. really like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really loved what they did with the, with the show. And I, I love the original. I read the book before there was even a series. Okay. So I, I kind of knew what to expect with like Mr. Wednesday and stuff. Um, but they just expanded the whole thing. I mean, the only thing that I found a little odd was shadow walks into this, um, situation with Wednesday and doesn't ask who he is or why things are going on. And every time he asks, he gets this answer of, well, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. And he still goes along with it. And I was like, that's a little weird. Yeah. I mean, I, I think shadow Moon's story was a little murky starting out. Okay. Does it like get resolved later on? You find out more about him. Okay. How how did how's the first season end? The first season ends at Easter's house. Okay, so yeah, with all the Jesus. You haven't seen what else? What happens to him after this? No, not yet. Because he's on a journey. Okay. And there's something he has to do, or that has to happen to him to fulfill his journey. Okay. And I don't want to tell you more than that. <laughs> um, did you see, was this the one with Corbin Burnson? The second? That's second to last one. Okay. But yes, I did see that one as well. But I'm just intrigued by the whole concept of how, you know, people brought their gods with them mm-hmm. when they came to the new world. And how other things have taken their place. So these gods are kind of fending for themselves and trying to stay relevant at some point. Yep. That, you know, I mean, now there's, there's media and I really liked Gillian Anderson as media. Uh, You know, I, I was looking at her when she shows up as I love Lucy and I was like, yes, who is that? Don't you want to see Lucy's titties? And then I, I I looked it up and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, I really, and even though he's, he's a strange dude, I really like Crispin Glover in this as Mr. World as Mr. World. Yeah. Like he's, he's not in it a whole bunch in the first season. 
He's only yep. in a couple of episodes, but like when he shows up and all hell breaks loose, I'm like, I, I'm totally digging this. Yep. The the technology guy. Yeah. I can. Boy. Yeah, I can give or take, but um, <laughs> the other two that when they're in the police station and, and um, media comes floating in as Marilyn Monroe. And Shadow's just sitting there like, what is going on? Why is she floating? What? Like, did this just happen? What? And then they go out and everybody in the in the police station's dead and he gets attacked by the tree. I was like, oh, this is just fucking crazy now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very cool concept. Yeah. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing where season three goes. I mean, there are only a couple of episodes in, right? the three uh has it already started pl- oh i guess it's already aired now i gotta go check it out <laughs> wait what is it on this season is it on netflix or is it still on oh, i was on stars before what what is it on now i don't know um and i i noticed that well it says premiered on stars it doesn't say episode uh, yeah. season three has 10 episodes as to where the other two had eight Hmm. So I'm not really sure why that was upped, but, um, yeah, it says watch on stars on, um, IMDB. I may not have stars. (laughs) I have epics. Uh I did call my cable company and got, uh, 10 bucks off. How'd you do that? Threaten to quit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> when you when you go through the the tree, the phone tree, when you call in, yeah, it's like, what can we help you with? Customer retention. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yep. And actually, well, actually, it's more than ten bucks. But last month it was like a hundred and eighty. Hundred and eighty. Yeah. Holy shit! And this month it's only one hundred and forty. Wow. That's still a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It is. It very much is. I mean, how many of the premium channels do you have? Uh, I have Epics. That, that's it? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money for just Epics. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And then you're paying for Disney Plus. Well, you you prepaid that. Yeah. And then, do you have any other of the like, um, streaming services? Yeah, any of the. No. You don't have Hulu or. Uh, I have a free subscription to Apple TV for a year that I haven't even watched yet. Oh. You know, I sunk all my money into Quibi and <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a, um, there's a TV show on Apple plus called, um, for all mankind. Mm-hmm. I think it's called, and it's a, uh, alternate history version of the space race. That's pretty okay. fascinating. Really? Yeah. 
I also hear that the uh, Jason Momoa C one where they're all blind is is kind of entertaining too. Oh. Well, at some point when I run out of things to watch, I'll probably check it out. <laughs> and there's a whole ton of shit on HBO. Yeah. Max or whatever. Whatever that new one is. Yeah. Tons of stuff to watch. <sighs> Tons of stuff to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Not necessarily, my friend. Uh, uh, uh. We do not condone or or accept no. any of those things. No, but I'm just saying you don't always have to pay for everything. I'm not saying mm. how. Just there's ways around everything. Okay. <laughs> Workarounds. Yes. Workarounds. Yeah. If you're industrious enough, you can find a way. <laughs> Oh, so last week we were talking about um, uh, the tortilla thing. Yes. So I went out and I bought some tortillas. Uh huh. And made tortilla pizza. Uh huh. I highly recommend it. Really? Yes. Yep. It it's it just it tastes like thin thin crust pizza. Okay. Uh, I tried it two different ways. I tried it on the stovetop in a pan. Okay. Um, where you heat the um, the tortilla until it starts to bubble up a little bit. Okay. And then you fl- you turn it over and you put all your toppings on and then you put a um, uh, lid on and let it sit under there for a couple minutes. So the cheese will melt. So the cheese will melt. And yep. so I did that and one one pizza was not really filling enough for me. So oh, okay. the, the next time, because there, there weren't that big of a tortillas. Yeah. Did you get the snack size? <clears throat> um, the regular size. I thought I bought the regular size, but I probably oh. bought the snack size. So the next time okay. I did it, I did two um, in the oven. Uh-huh. And you put them in and you, you, uh, you heat up the tortillas for a couple of minutes and then you, you put your stuff on it and put it back in for about five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just as good. So, okay. It's definitely, um, something to try if you haven't tried it yet. I will say that the Bandarito brand tortillas do not get as crispy as the mission <laughs> brand. Okay. And unfortunately the Bandaritas were on sale. So I got buy one, get one a couple of weeks ago. So Dope. I need to get my way through that, <laughs> but I had a pretty tasty, breakfast crunch wrap thing oh there you go yeah it was good did you actually like once you you put it all together did you actually put it back down and like fry it um, to make the outside crispy well what I do is I I do all my toppings and I clean the pan and then I put a little bit of olive oil mm-hmm. and I put the, the tortilla in it and let that start to crisp. Okay. And then I will put the put the cheese and the other stuff on it, and then at a certain point, flip it over. Okay. So it's kind of like a it's kind of like a a pizzone. Okay, gotcha. So yeah. The things you can do with tortillas. Exactly. 
Ah, oh, the things you learn, kids. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not bad for like four grams of carbs or whatever carbs. it is. Yep. Yeah. When, when you start reading the sides of packages, you just kind of are like, it's eye-opening. what have I been doing? Yeah. I mean, there are things that you think are healthy that have like, you know, 40 grams of carbs. Yep. It's because you've been brainwashed into thinking the carbs are energy. Yep. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched anything else? I've been watching The Watch on BBC America. Oh, is which... that the is that the Terry Pratchett thing? Yes. No, I have not. Uh, it is very well, it's not very different. It is different than the books. Okay. The books are very D&D themed. It's it's a medieval world. You're assuming that it's it's, you know, England because of how characters are described and so forth. This is um it's a fantasy world that's taking place simultaneously with our timeline, I guess, because there are some of the sets that are, are really fantastical, like the wizards university. And then there are some that are, um, like tricked out abandoned buildings and city streets and stuff. Okay. And it's got this, this, I don't know. I don't know the right way to describe it, but this hip camera work going on okay so it's interesting I, I think I'm three episodes into it so I'll probably stay through the end <laughs> but there are characters that are changed there's a character who's female um, yeah it's kind of weird if you don't if and if you don't know the books, it might be a little confusing as to who these characters are. Like one of the story points of the novels is that the uh, librarian at the unseen university is an orangutan. Oh, okay. Well, in this and in the first episode, uh, it was a human. It was anthropomorphic and had a really bad makeup job. And I was like, oh, I may not watch this at all. <laughs> and the plot point now is that he's being transformed by the magic into an orangutan. Oh. They don't really say why an orangutan, but by the second and third episode, he at least looks better. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's very interesting. Worth checking out. I feel like special effects when it comes to like orangutans have gotten mm -hmm. really good since, um, planet of the apes. Uh huh. Um, I don't know if you watch the umbrella Academy. I don't, that's on another service. I don't have access to legitimately. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a talking orangutan in the first season of that. And it's very well done. Oh, cool. Yeah. As good as Bill Murray's Bill Murray's Bear in the Jungle Book. 
You know, I've never seen that. I haven't either. <laughs> you can't call it live action if there's no people in it. No, well, there's a little kid. Oh, please. <laughs> it's a puppet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> there's somebody with a hand up his ass, controlling his he, mouth. Well, that's how he got cast. <laughs> oh, stop. But it's I'm just bummed. a kid. Just a kid. It's just a kid. Just a kid. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It's no way to end the show. It's not? No. Uh, that was actually a, a Saturday Night Live skit this week where two of the actors came out um, and they're really into, like, Facebook shaming people. Okay. But who they're shaming are, like, five-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, like, a little boy who who got in trouble in school because he, he told one of the told his, his female friend that you have a vagina. Oh, jeez. It's like, this is mansplaining. This is inappropriate. This evil, evil person. They're like, it's a kid. <laughs> and they go through like four or five of these things. And it's like, they were all uncomfortable. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's terrible. Yeah. Well, you know. America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, on that weird note, you got anything <laughs> else for this week? Have we come to the end of another show? We have. Oh, I would like to thank my special guests. <laughs> we have guests? Remember, vote early, vote often. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you have anything else for this week? I don't. Yeah? Okay. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Knock, knock. Who's there? Ding, dong. Who's there? Jehovah's Witnesses. Have you heard the story of Jesus? Nope. Okay. Would you like to? Nope. I have several free books I can give you. <laughs> nope. They're not as much fun as the Mormons were. <laughs> <laughs>